Welcome to the B-Signal Podcast, the podcast where filmmakers and fans talk about film and how it impacts our lives. I'm your host, B. Anthony. And now our feature presentation. Welcome to the B-Signal Podcast. My name is B. Anthony, and I am excited that you decided to tune in to our first episode. Thank you so much. Before I go any further, I want to take the opportunity to thank one of my favorite artists, I Am Sun, for allowing me to use uh, his track, Dreamer 91, as my opening song. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who listened to the preview episode. I appreciate the love, the support, and the feedback I'm receiving. To keep up with everything that we're doing, you can follow us on Instagram at bsignalpodcast. For questions or comments, you can email bsignalpodcast at gmail.com. Today, I'll be chatting with Nadia Trowers, a local DMV faith-based producer, and I will talk about one of my favorite films of 2019. Let's get started with a conversation with my friend and producer, Nadia Trowers. To have um, this young genius creative of a producer um, featured because um, I'm pretty consistent with saying this without this person. I don't know if I would have been uh, brave enough to go after my dreams um, after quitting and restarting and quitting and restarting. Um, this intelligent, creative <laughs> thank you right brilliant mind um has been the soul one of the soul well i guess if you're one of the soul then you're not the soul but <laughs> one of the main reasons why um i have decided to pursue the stream of filmmaking and to not limit myself so without further ado um i would like to introduce to the world Miss Nadia Trowers. Yes. How are you? I'm good, Brian. How are you? I am excited. Awesome. That's the word that I'm choosing to use right now. That's awesome. That's a great place to be. Yeah. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast. And thank you for agreeing to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Why Why don't you tell everyone... I guess, your introduction into filmmaking and what you are currently doing. Thank you. So I am currently still coming into where I believe I should be. And I've always been intrigued by the power of filmmaking and the power of the image to tell a story and just captivate an audience and bring out emotions and communicate a message. And so I have committed myself educationally wise to go to school for film Undergrad was producing or undergrad was production and then grad school was producing. And so now my my desire is to release content and produce content, whether I'm writing myself or finding others and supporting them in releasing content that's Christ centered, that really tells the everyday story of a Christian in the 21st century from a very contemporary, relatable, realistic perspective. 
And it's taken me some time to kind of come out of my shell, but I believe 2020 is going to be my year as it is your year starting your podcast and getting out there and moving forward in what you believe that you were called to do. And I'm really excited about the future and I'm, I'm coming for mines in 2020. I want all yeah. of what's for me. Well, I mean, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start the podcast, um, I wanted to create a platform where creatives, whether that's filmmaking, um, whether you're creating content for a video or if you're um, writing scripts, whatever the case may be, there are not too many platforms that celebrate um, up and coming voices. Mm -hmm. um, you kind of have to either make it yeah. to a certain point before, you know, even now um, in this, this space of podcasting, um, you have to have a quote unquote name right before you're either uh, celebrated or even profiled. And what I wanted to do with my platform as I'm pursuing my own uh, dream of filmmaking, I've done two films. I've done a short film that came out this year called Be Light. And then I did a documentary called Till Victory is One. Mm -hmm. So I'm two films in. Awesome. Um, but as I'm evolving and as I'm still figuring out long term how the total vision is going to manifest, I like the idea of figuring that journey out with other creatives mm -hmm. and learning from as many people as possible and also sharing my own experience as well. And so I want this um, to be an opportunity to uh, signal all creatives to come here, you know, and to share what they've learned, what they're working on, things that we as filmmakers should try, things that we may want to avoid, and really just give a platform for new voices mm -hmm. in film, whether uh, that's faith-based filmmaking, mm -hmm. whether it's someone who's very niche in a specific mm -hmm. genre that we're not even fully um, aware of. Right. I, I like film. Right. And I believe, too, in the power of filmmaking. And I, I feel like filmmaking is a portal mm -hmm. that just allows people to see into uh, scenarios and circumstances, situations that we probably would not even dream of going into had it not been for a certain film. Yes, I agree. Um, so you being here, I think, is ideal of what I'm looking for. So mm -hmm. you haven't made it to the final version Mm -hmm. uh, where you see yourself, but you've come so far from where you started. Right. So, and I think that's, that's, I know that's where I am as well. Mm -hmm. So I remember when you first met me, it was just very, very like one day I'm going to go make a movie. And I was like, what do you mean one day? You mean like next year, and tomorrow, <laughs> next I'm like, week? Nadia, I can't do it because I don't have this and I don't have that. And, you know, I, I wanted to mystify that as well. Like mm -hmm. we all have something to start with. I know when I did Be Light, I literally just did something, you know, and while, you know, it's something that can grow and evolve into something better. Yes, the always. Yeah, the fact is, is that I did something. Mm -hmm. And I want to use this as a platform to um, encourage creatives um, more in the filmmaking space, but whatever it is. Do digital media. Digital media. Content. You know, the sky's the limit now with how you get your stories out there. Mm -hmm. And whether you're going for the traditional um, distribution uh, platforms, or if you want to try something new, 
you're, you're, there's no limits now as to what you can right. or cannot do. The level, the playing field is leveled now. Technology is such that anyone can pick up their phone and start to record and post something. Right. Anyone could, whether it's visual or audio, they right. can pick up their phone and use that as their, you know, their recording device to be able to put out their story, their perspective into the world for anyone and all people to see. Right. And, and that's encouraging. I think it's encouraging. It's exciting. And it's very exciting. Not only that, but it's impactful. It's yeah. amazing what these cell phones can do, what it can capture, and it can cause a person to feel so many things Yeah, just by, you know, either hitting record because your dog did something cool mm-hmm. or you're capturing a beautiful sunset mm-hmm. um, or, you know, you're, you're capturing something exciting that you didn't think that you will see while walking down the street. So... Um, that's what this podcast is. So, um, the name is funny because I had it titled something else. Uh Um, and our next guest is responsible for coming up with it because of my obsession or not. I don't want to say obsession, but my affection towards my affection. Uh, we'll go with that. (laughs) Deep affection. My deep affection towards uh, one uh, superhero. Mm -hmm. Um, He saw maybe a poster, one of many on my wall. (laughs) And uh, he he said, oh, the B-Signal podcast. And Mm -hmm. I was like, as soon as he said it, it was just like, that makes all the sense in the world right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I ran with it and here we are. Awesome. Congratulations, Brian. And you, by you stepping out, is also going to inspire people in your circle and people in the community, people in your program, your cohort members who you've graduated with and gone to school with are also going to be inspired. I'll be inspired and held accountable to start my podcast as you kind of go before me and lay the path forward. Wow. Yes. Yes. And you know what? The crazy thing is also that... I feel like by doing this, it's going to help me to evolve more and to be that risk taker mm-hmm. um, because this is a risk in and of itself. Yes. Um, I don't know where this is going to go, but I know it was in my heart to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in my heart for maybe two years Wow. Um, before this, but I was truthfully speaking and being transparent. You always question, well, what are you going to add to the conversation? Because right, everyone's right. doing a podcast right, right. now. And you're, you're kind of like, well, if I'm going to do this, I need to make sure that it's something um, that's going to be impactful. But then also that's true to the core who of you are. who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do one quick hot topic or quick chat idea um, that I'm exploring. And um, one question that is often thrown out is... Um, and we both graduated from American University. Yay. Um, cohort 22. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot mine. I think it was 17. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, but that's neither here or there. Um, I, I think this is a good opportunity to have the big discussion as filmmakers, film school or not. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you, What do you think? I know for me, um, so the program that I went through was more geared towards producing film um, and television production. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And my experience was that grad school was a beautiful thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It gave me an opportunity to connect with uh, other individuals who are pursuing the same dream, but we were all pursuing different um, um, goals or genres or, you know, different functions of the business. Um, but we thought that taking this particular program will help us to understand um, filmmaking and television production. So uh, how do you feel about school, versus traditional that. learning versus not going to school? Because you have a lot of people who are uh, learning from the Internet, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have platforms uh, like nofilmschool.com mm-hmm. or even YouTube mm-hmm. where you can just literally look at something and figure out how to do it. So what are your thoughts about that? I don't think in 2020, 2019 that it really matters. I mm. think at the end of the day, fundamentals are fundamentals and experience can teach you a lot of what you learn in school. And... Especially considering film is such a hands-on type of art form, there are things that maybe the producer will learn by going through some type of course, but as far as the director's below the line, I'm not quite sure film school's necessary. I do think it has its pros in that it's a it's like a set time for you to really explore in a safe space and have access to equipment and feedback from colleagues or feedback from classmates and equipment and a school behind you and supporting you. And so community, I think anywhere you can invest in community is always a good thing. So film school, I definitely think offers you a community that you may not find as you're meeting random people from set to set, but I don't think in 2019, 2020, it's a must do because film is a very artistic thing. So, I mean, a five-year-old can be making films, a 10-year-old can be making films and they learn just intuitively how to get better and how to do film better. So I think it's not necessarily something that is like a dental school or like a a medical thing where you kind of need to go, go to school for those things. But for filmmaking, it's a lot more hands-on and creative that school doesn't always have to be your path. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, I, I feel like I have my best moments when I am on set. Mm. Uh, I did a shoot with a collaborator um, from DCTV, and um, it was probably my favorite uh, shoot from this year. I put it on my Instagram, as a matter of fact. Uh And there was this one shot that we were trying to get because we had this challenge of working in um, someone's living room and Mm. the producer didn't want it to look like it was shot in the same room. And so what ended up happening uh, was we literally turned all the lights out and rearranged the lights. And Mm. it was literally one of those moments where it was small changes, but Mm -hmm. it made such a big difference. Right, in your frame. And my, oh my God. And by the time we looked at it, I literally screamed because I was like, this is it. This is it, wow. you know, but I don't know if I could have learned that from a book, mm-hmm. you know, yep. I, I'm not sure if given the opportunity to go to undergrad, I would have actually um, appreciated 
everything that I would have learned while applying it, excuse me, um, in a real world scenario. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know. I, I just, those, I think that's a good introduction, um, to some of the conversations that'll be featured on mm -hmm. the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, what are you looking forward to for next year? Like, so Nadia is funny in that she's going to tell you that she doesn't watch a lot of films, which boggles my mind. But I don't. I just appreciate the art form. She appreciates the art form. <laughs> and so Nadia is not going to be on here talking about, uh, you know. Batman films. Well, well any, not too many, um, I guess, films from the vantage point of what's happening from week to week, you know. Right. Um, but what Nadia is good at is uh, informing and training um, other filmmakers, and she's an encourager. So um, I'm not going to bring up the film question because I don't <laughs> want you to get nervous. But we're literally, what, four days away from yeah. 2020? Uh-huh. So what are you looking forward to? Wow, um, that's a really great question. I love the end of the year, actually. I have already written my goals out. I would say three things is just plan, produce, and prosper. Wow. I believe this is my year to really kill it. And, and I've said that probably every year. But I feel like this year it's like do or die. Gotcha. And I'm excited about my own podcast. Talk about it, please. Well, it's still coming together. So, so just give up, like, what's the concept? So the concept is Christ-style conversations. And I'll talk about Christ-style, the word, where it came from, how it came about, and what aspects make it up. Like, for instance, a Christ-centered lifestyle, having Christ-like character, having strong faith in the Lord, <coughs> or strong faith in God, and living a lifestyle that's led by the Holy Spirit and influenced by biblical principles. So breaking that word down and then having everyday conversations with individuals about those different aspects of the Christian life as you go through your daily life, through your career, through your your dating, through your relationships, through life, the life questions, the life after Sunday questions and the life after service and <coughs> sermon questions that you are exploring in your head or with your friend, but kind of just bringing out those conversations and exploring that. So my goal is really to produce. I'm also considering a documentary on the church and millennials. And I'm hoping that will be something I can successfully do by the end of the next year and continue to work on the film ministry at one of the local ministries um, here in the DMV area. And I'm really just excited. I'm really excited this year about doing what I haven't done in the past and really seeing results this year manifest awesome um so from a creative standpoint um i think we're kind of on the same wavelength mm -hmm. um and the first step for me was starting this podcast before i got to 2020 nice i needed to be very intentional Absolutely. and so um i have the degree mm -hmm. i have you know done things but now it's like are you making steps closer towards towards where you want to be? Mm -hmm. And so I want to make sure that 
that's actually what's happening. And so um, the podcast is the first stop. I'm using this as a way to kind of keep me engaged with the industry. And then also, like I said, networking with others and really building a community where film um, is not only the focus, but uh, we're, we're exploring how it's impacting people's lives from day to day. So you're doing the faith-based thing, mm-hmm. which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm embracing the fact that that is my path. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it, it, the, the thing that I love about you and since I've known you is that you've been pretty consistent with that. Mm-hmm. And um, I know you don't always believe it, but I think you've been consistent also in your mission, um, mm-hmm. even if you weren't working overtly on a faith-based project. Um, you've been committed to um, empowering and training others and empowering yourself. So mm-hmm. as much as you've accomplished, um, you're, you're inquisitive. You are always seeking on how to do things better. And I think mm-hmm. that's so cool. Um, and I've kind of followed your lead in that way. So um, along with the intentional part, um, I'm working on a documentary with a collaborator. Yes, I'm excited for that one. Um, the name of it, I think I can release it. I'm just out in the world now. Uh, is Black Church, White City, um, and I'm very excited about it. Now, this is not my idea. Uh, the producer is Mr. Chris McLeod, um, and he brought me on to as a producer. But this is his vision. This is his baby. But um, he's talking about the effects of um, economic development in cities that were predominantly African-American. And when that change, you know, starts to shift and diversify Mm -hmm. what that looks like for a church that's predominantly black. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's been a good journey so far. We're about to uh, cut the trailer. Yes. And um, we're going to do a short form version of it. And then we're going to develop it more so that we can get a full documentary. Nice. Um, And then I'm writing, I'm working on a current script right now. Mm -hmm. Um, um, Yeah. That's just a hint of where I feel like God is um, evolving me to. So thank you for being on this premiere episode. Greatly, greatly appreciate you. Um, Do you want to tell everyone how to get in contact with you? Sure. You could find me on social media everywhere at Nadia Amika, N-A-D-I-A-A-M-I-K-A. Awesome. And we're going to take a break. Um, When we come back, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite films from 2019. Um, At this point, we're going to say goodbye to Nadia. Bye. Apart. Thank you and Godspeed with your podcast. I'm looking forward to listening in. Yay. Thank you, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. So for this last segment of my show, I want to talk about my favorite film of 2019. Without a doubt, um, I have to give the honor to a film directed by Trey Edward Schultz, and the name of the film is Waves. Um A brief synopsis of the film, Uh, Waves tells the epic emotional journey of a suburban African-American family as they navigate love, forgiveness, and coming together in the wake of a tragic loss. And that is the best way to describe what happens in this film without giving away all the details. Um, Some of the 
best parts of this film, of course, is the acting. Um, Sterling K. Brown it should be applauded. I understand why he has earned so many uh, awards because the man is probably one of the better actors, period, that has just been on the scene. Um, every scene that he's in, you, you're just buying into everything that he's giving as a father who's trying to raise um, his son and lead a family. Um, what some might um, view as um, heart love um, via his character, Ronald, you, you later see that it's a, re a result of someone who was raised uh, to believe that in order to be successful or, or in order to achieve or to be viewed as equal um, in this country as a black man, you have to work twice as hard. Um, and that sentiment is something that he's trying to pass over to his son, uh, who is struggling to understand why his father is coming down on him so hard. Um, and of course, that relationship leads over into the other relationships in the family. And as a result, when this tragic loss happens, um, it's like literally a ripple effect that uh, has far-reaching effects than um, one might think. I feel like this film literally has not been applauded enough uh, because of the way it takes its time to not only uh, get to the root of some of the issues that are profiled, but to show the nuances and to how a person can start off so good and then um, end so bad. And then also the reality of dealing with uh, loss and and the trauma that comes with seeing a loved one taken away from you. And I just thought the way the director captured all of these things uh, story-wise was just flawless. The rhythm of the film is very... It's like a wave. It's literally like watching the ocean. You know, there are moments where it's calm, and then there are moments where it gets extremely intense. And then, you know, there are moments where um, nothing's going on, but then even with what seems to be nothing happening, there's so much going on in the subtext of the moment. Um, without a doubt, my favorite, another performance that... Uh, just stood out to me was Calvin Harrison Jr. Uh, this is the first time I've ever seen him in a film, but I mean, the way that he played this part, it was very, very effective. Um, and he literally had to go through a range of emotions, but he does it in a way where it doesn't feel like he's overacting. It doesn't feel overbearing, but it just feels authentic. Another, uh, positive for this film amongst the list of so many is the cinematography. The camera movement here is probably the best asset of this film. I mean, it literally moves the story along. Uh, some of the coloring, well, not some, but all of the 
the editing choices and the way the film is colored and just the execution across the board. Um, this film has a lot of heart, has a lot of moments where you're forced to think and and really consider how you would act if you were in some of the scenarios that this family finds themselves in. I love the relationship between the mother and the father, uh, especially the response to some of those things, some of the things that are happening in this film. And that's another intriguing thing um, about this film. Everyone has a moment to shine. I didn't feel like it was one person's movie. Um, even when people were off the, uh, the scene or off the screen, I felt their presence. And it was as if the director knew that in order for this film to work, that everyone had to uh, bring their A-game and convince the audience that these were real people who were experiencing um, real emotions and real trauma. So on a scale of one to 10, I give this film a nine. I was just, the film still had me thinking literally after I saw it. And if a movie has you doing that, then I just feel like it's something extremely special. So without a doubt, I recommend this film it's not for uh, kids, so if you're concerned about exposing, you know, your kids to adult themes, or if you're trying to keep them from that because of their age, I respect that. Um, definitely wouldn't show it to small children, but it might be a good film for you to watch with your teenagers, even with your young adult kids. Um, it's a good film for families to watch and to really... Uh, have a conversation about not only how families interact, but how uh, perceptions evolve over time and, you know, how a certain um, idea or a certain concept uh, can be toxic and how we pass that tox toxic mindset onto our children and how, you know, it starts this vicious cycle to where uh, because of the toxicity that we are passing on, it causes us to act in ways that not only bring, bring that not only bring harm to ourselves, but it affects everyone in our lives in a negative way. So please check out Waves. Uh, it'll be out of theaters, I think in another week or so. So if you don't get to see it in the theater, uh, it'll be on digital platforms, I believe, uh, January 20th. And that's it for this first episode of the Be Signal podcast. Look, I am so excited to be doing this. It feels awesome to be in a position to where I can connect with uh, different people a different taste in film and and just to have a conversation about uh, what draws people to the movies and to talk to other filmmakers about unique stories that they felt the need to tell and uh, why they felt the need to tell it right now in this time. To keep up with everything we are doing, you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast. I'm B. Anthony, and thank you for listening to the B-Signal Podcast.